0: This is not your century. This is not your century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. November 5th, 1967. Pressure is mounting on California Governor Ronald Reagan. His angry, fist pounding denial that he'd fired two staffers in response to a gay sex scandal in his administration was not making the issue go away. It had been almost a week, and now more reports were emerging in the New York Times and Newsweek magazine. It all started on Halloween. Syndicated Washington Post columnist Drew Pearson published a column saying that the year before, Reagan had been made aware of an audio tape of a sex orgy at a house near Lake Tahoe. Not just a regular orgy, a sex orgy. And not just a sex orgy, but an all-male sex orgy involving eight men, all close to Reagan, two of them in his government. Pearson had outed a key member of the Lyndon Johnson administration just before Election Day in 1964. He wrote that Reagan, though he portrayed himself as Mr. Clean, had done nothing with this shocking information for months. And then he fired the two men in August with no public explanation for that firing. Pearson challenged the governor to take a lie detector test. Reagan responded that his veracity was far less subject to question than Drew Pearson's and he wouldn't fear taking a lie detector test. He also didn't take a lie detector test. Now the New York Times ran a story saying that Reagan's press secretary, Lynn Knopfiger, had provided six different reporters with information about the sex scandal. And Newsweek magazine said it had a story on the way about the scandal too. Nofziger really had created a report about homosexuality on the Reagan team. Before he went to work on Reagan's gubernatorial campaign in 1966, he'd been a reporter and columnist with the conservative Copley newspaper chain, and he continued as the press secretary once Reagan took office. He later wrote in his autobiography that he wasn't homophobic himself, although, as usual with these things, the very sentence he used to make that claim was itself homophobic but he said his concern was strictly political. He wanted Reagan to be president someday. This was 1967. Even a hint that Reagan was friendly to gays would alienate his conservative base and destroy his chances. And besides that, Reagan was already vulnerable on this front. He and his wife, Nancy, were former actors. Writing in 1992, Knopfziger said, because he came out of the Hollywood scene where homosexuality was almost the norm, I feared that rumors would insinuate that he too was one. In those days, that would have killed him politically. Although the audio tape never emerged, the rumors seemed to be more or less true. What Knopziger hoped would happen by bringing them to light is that any gays close to Reagan would clear out. The problem is that Reagan, and this is ironic given his slow response to the AIDS crisis two decades later, well, he wasn't homophobic enough. True to his Hollywood roots, he refused to condemn anyone for being gay. The would-be scandal centered around a guy named Phil Battaglia, Reagan's chief of staff. He was married with a couple of adopted toddlers, but it was widely believed around the Capitol that he was gay. He was quietly fired in August after Noziger presented his findings to the governor. Also gone, Reagan's scheduler, a guy named Sandy Quinn. And there were rumors surrounding a young intern named Jack Kemp. Well, he was an intern in the spring and summer. In the fall, he had a job playing quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Aside from being a football star, he was a very smart, very charming guy, and Battaglia took him under his wing. He brought him along on all of his out-of-state trips, and the two even went in together on an investment. The house near Lake Tahoe. Kemp was clear to the rumors, and when his playing days ended, he served nine terms as a congressman from New York and then he was the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development under the first President Bush, and he was Bob Dole's running mate in 1996. Reagan survived the scandal, was re-elected in 1970, and then, after an unsuccessful run in 1976, won the presidency in 1980. Phil Battaglia, the chief of staff, quietly fired for being gay. I don't know if he was gay or not. He died at the age of 79 in 2014. Among his survivors was Lorraine Battaglia, his wife of 52 years. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to yours.